Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. I hope everyone had a great Christmas. I really like Christmas, but I also am kind of relieved when it's over. It's a strange uh, way to des- to describe your feelings about Christmas, but that's almost how I feel. So now I'm in the midst of um, getting all of my Christmas decorations down and packing them back up, which is a task in itself. I was telling my husband earlier today that I actually need a crew to come in and help me pack all of this stuff. The reason for that is because I have this massive Christmas village that... I always tell myself every year, I'm not doing this again. I'm going to sell all of this and I don't want to do this anymore. But then come around next uh, September, October, I start making plans for how I'm going to set it up this year and all of this other stuff. To tell you the truth, I could actually set this village up in a three-car garage And that would be a perfect amount of space for me to be able to display everything. It is just, when I say massive, I'm not kidding. So each year, I cannot put everything up that I've got. So I have to rotate them. Sometimes I can put up all of the fire departments, but then it's because I can't put up all of my houses and all of this and that. So, I mean, it's just madness. And it's not this big because I ever planned on this. It started off small. But after years of Christmases, when people come over and they see my village, and I guess they figure that I just love doing this so much that they're going to give me pieces. They're going to give me houses. They're going to give me all these things for Christmas Village. So over the years, that's how it's gotten so big. Because it's like people donated all of these things. So I have hotels, I have bakeries, bars. I mean, you name it, I've got it. I even have um, a police checkpoint that is in the village um, because I, I can't put the whole thing together in one room. So I have one that is in my archive room, which is the room that uh, is facing the front of the house. It's that formal living room that no one ever uses. Well, we turned it into like our bar. And um, I know I've told you guys that before. And that's where I set up my like bar portion of the Christmas Village. So I've got Harley dealerships there and uh, some other dealerships for motorcycles and I have um, bars there as well as some restaurants. And so I have these Harley riders and um, there's a police checkpoint right there with police and the phone booth and everything. The police car, I can't tell you where I got these things. I don't know. Somebody donated them to me. So anyways, that's what I'm doing. I'm packing everything up and I can't wait until I'm finished. That way we can get back to having everything back to normal, which I don't like clutter at all. I like everything pretty bare. So this is starting to drive me crazy now. All right. So anyways, um, with all of that out of the way, this is not a spoiler alert. Okay. But has 
have you guys seen Spider-Man? The No Way Home, the new Spider-Man? My gosh, it was awesome. We went to go see it yesterday, Sunday, okay? The day after Christmas, we went to go and see it. And it started off just, you know, it's a Spider-Man movie. What do you expect? But man, if you haven't seen it, you're... And well, I guess it's hard to keep anything a secret now because when you have friends who have seen it or other people and they're going to tell you, you know, little bits and pieces of it, I'm not going to tell you anything. But if you don't know anything about this movie at all, you're in for an awesome surprise. And I was just like, I, I did not see this coming. Anyways, the way they did this was absolutely brilliant and it's so good. You know, I'm a Marvel Marvel movie fan. And my movie buddy and I we went to go and see it yesterday. And we were just like, man, this is awesome. Okay. So anyways, I want to talk to you about uh, this is something that actually happened on Christmas Eve at our Christmas Eve dinner. So one of my friends has a daughter who lives in New York. She's young. She is um, probably about 23 years old. And she lives there and she works there and this and that. And um, she doesn't have any other family there. But she's been there for a couple years now. So she has friends and what have you. So anyhow, they come over and we're talking and stuff. And then she tells her daughter, tell her what happened. Tell her what happened to you. And she was just like, no, it's okay. And she's like, no, go ahead and tell her. And so her daughter starts telling me, I'm going to call her Carla. Carla starts telling me that she was staying at one of her friend's house. And this was around the Thanksgiving holiday time because she couldn't get home at Thanksgiving. So she was at one of her friend's house. She said her friend has a little brother who is probably about seven years old. She's like, I don't know. He's probably about six or seven years old. So she said that this house is like an older house and it's kind of like kind of in the country, but not like in the middle of any type of wilderness. She's like, it's just kind of country-ish. There are not really any neighbors right next door. She said, you know, like it is here. And so she says that um, all the floors throughout the whole house are wood. They're all wooden floors. There is no carpet, just a few rugs scattered, you know, here and there in the house. So she says that it was fairly early and she was getting getting ready to go to sleep. She was reading on her iPad and then she decided, okay, she's going to um, turn on the lights and go to sleep. She said that this house is uh, in a way that any door that you open to this house, you're able to see the front, the living room and a partial view of the kitchen. It's a single story house. She said it's old, It's an older house, probably built in the 50s. So I kind of uh, got an idea of what this looks like. She kind of drew me a little bit of a diagram and she was showing me. So she says that there are the the three bedrooms and they're all located on the in the same hallway the house isn't very big 
She said all these three bedrooms are all located on the, in the same hallway. Like you can open your bedroom door and see the other bedroom doors. It's not a big house. So while she's um, turning off, she turned off her device and she's laying down. And all of a sudden she saw a light from underneath the doorway. She heard like feet running, like somebody was running. And she figured that it was the little brother. She said it just sounded like a kid. So she hears these feet running down the hall. And she said it was like it was, they were running back and forth. So she opened the door and she didn't see anything. And the other bedroom doors were shut. So she said, okay, so she closed the door. Maybe he finally went back into his room, went back to bed. So when she closed the door, she said the light went on again. She could see it from underneath the doorway. And she heard the feet again running. And they stopped right there on the other side of her bedroom, the bedroom she was staying in, stopped right out there on the other side of the door. And she said that she thought it was the brother. So she says, Danny, stop it. Go back to bed. You're going to wake up your mother. She said that she could see like the, the shadow type of thing of feet on the other side because of the, you know, the little opening at the bottom of the doors there. Then this boy, she thought it was the boy, Danny, got down on his hands and knees. She said, I could make it out. I could see that he got on his hands and knees and was like maybe trying to look underneath the doorway. So she said that she started getting a little freaked out and he wasn't saying anything. So she just continued watching and then the door slowly opened. When the door slowly opened, she saw him. She saw Danny crawl into the room. And she was like, okay, I've had enough. It's time for you to time for you to go to bed. Get into your room. So she got up and she turned on the light and there was no one in there. She looked everywhere. She thought maybe he went into the closet. He wasn't in the closet. He wasn't under her bed. He was nowhere. So what she did is she went in to where his room was and she opened the door and he was in there asleep. So what was that that she experienced? I'll tell you something. It was, I mean, in my opinion, it, it was freaky. This is a, uh, this is creep to me. This is creepy. Okay. Because there was obviously something out there. Something turned on the light. Something got down on its hands and knees. 
as if trying to look under the doorway and also opened the door and crawled on in. And she saw him and then it vanished. She, she didn't see him vanish. She said he crawled in on, on hands and knees, crawling towards her bed like he was going to get under it. But he wasn't under it. He vanished. So is this a doppelganger? I, um, I mean, that was the only time that anything like this happened because I said, is there, was there anything else that happened there at all? Even as far as strange smells that you don't know where they're coming from, anything. And she said, no, nothing at all except for that. And she went as far as to say that she didn't mention this to anyone. She didn't even want to um, tell me, but her mom was like, tell, tell her what happened to you. So she, her, her main question was, do you think that this thing, whatever it was, she's like, I, I know this is going to sound kind of funny, but maybe um, it crawled like somehow into my suitcase. Is it something that, I have to watch out for now. I said, oh, you mean like an attachment? See, I, it's a possibility. And I have to tell her it's a possibility, but I don't, this is just my opinion, but because, and I went further into the conversation with her asking her if she practices anything. I said, anything even that you may think is innocent anything at all. And she said, no, nothing. She said, I never have. Never had my cards read, never read them, never um, played with the Ouija board, never have done anything, not even astrology. She said, nothing. So my own opinion is I'm going to say no. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but I'm going to say I really don't think so. I'm not feeling an attachment because she wasn't like, she's not there to do anything. She was just a guest. Now I know that sometimes these type of, it doesn't matter. Sometimes these type of things will still happen, but in this particular case, and because I was right there speaking to her, I didn't feel it. I didn't see it. I didn't get that. Even though, I mean, I believe, to me, okay, this was a creepy experience. Like, you can't explain it away. Something obviously happened to her. And I, I can't think of, uh, like, I can't tell her, well, you know, those things and blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to poo-poo the whole situation because... We don't know what happens there. We don't know what the people who live there do or have done or maybe people who have lived there in the past because she didn't say anything to anyone about it. 
they they don't know. And so there's no option there about maybe somebody coming forward and saying, oh, you saw the the little boy or you saw this or that. Yeah, we have this happen here a long time ago and so on. We don't know this. And I told her, why don't you ask them? Why don't you say something? She's like, no, I can't. I don't want to um, say anything about it. So, okay. I, I, I get it. Even though, you know, me and my nosiness, I wouldn't have been able to just keep it to myself. But um, I just want to share that with you guys. I found it um, interesting and a little creepy. That, that was a little creepy to me. When let, let me tell you something. And I've heard similar things about things like coming in and then disappearing. Like that thing that went underneath the people's car and just disappeared. All right, that shit scare, just scares me. It, I'm going to tell you the truth. When it just vanishes and... You know you saw something, but now it's gone. It's just, yeah, something about that is just not okay. So, um, all right, my next story is, it's been, I'm going to tell you, a pretty busy um, couple of days. This happened here in Riverside County. Now, this is in an area, it's not rural, it's not country or anything like that. As a matter of fact, it's close to the freeway and there are track communities all around this area. But if you want to take, you know, sometimes we have shortcuts and you might have to walk through a lot, an empty lot or something like that. Well, this is what happened to someone who decided to do that. There's a shortcut to get to her neighborhood that may be about a quarter mile, maybe even a half a mile long. I don't know why they call it a shortcut, but that way they don't have to walk around down to the sidewalk area because this shortcut is dirt and they're walking through a dirt lot or empty field, whatever you want to call it. So this girl decided that she was going to take this shortcut. She was by herself. She went ahead and she told her her friends, oh, just go ahead and drop me off here because of all the rain that we've had recently. She was like, I didn't want them to drive through that dirt lot and maybe get their car all muddy or dirty, whatever. And it's not far. It wasn't dark, but it was gray. Because the cloud cover, the nasty weather, it wasn't raining, but it looked like it would have started raining like at any moment, just about, just a nasty gray day. So she starts walking through this lot. I'm going to call it an empty lot. There are no trees around there once you get like in the center of this area. There were only trees like at the very beginning, like by the street when you first start walking through the lot. There are trees. So she's walking through this lot, and it's not like anyone can hide because you can only see all over. It's flat, and there's nothing to hide anything or anyone. If there were bunny rabbits out there, you can see them. 
So she's walking and she said, I had this feeling like someone's walking behind me, but I can see everything around and there's nobody there. So she said she continued walking and she says, you know, it's not far. It's not a far walk to get to my neighborhood down this way. But for some reason, when this was happening to her, she said it felt like it was miles long. So she's walking. She says, I continued to feel this presence so bad that she finally like slowed way down and turned around and looked from her left to her right. She said, there's nothing there, but I felt something. So she starts walking faster and then she says, do you know what a hyena sounds like? Well, kind of, I kind of do. So we looked on YouTube for the sound of a hyena and it wasn't just like any sound. It was like the sound that... um she finally found was a sound that they make when they are like attacking and eating their prey. Because she was going through this. No, it was like this, but it was more. She said it was just, and then she found that sound. And she said, I heard this sound. At first, she said she thought it was a giggling, this Weird, high-pitched, giggling sound. And she could not see anything or where it was coming from. Until she heard thumping. Like somebody running. And that, like their footsteps were thumping. Behind her. And she turned around again and she saw this black thing. And it was running so fast and it was making that friggin' noise. And she said, I felt so scared like I was going to have a heart attack. And when that thing got within inches of her, she said it went up in the air like a giant bird and she could still hear that sound like the hyenas and she could also hear like wings flapping she said no fucking joke this happened to me down that dirt road that in that lot Whoa, okay. Like, were there wings? She said it looked like a human. It looked like a person. But it was black. And from what she could tell, she said it either looked like it was covered with crinkled black paper or it was charred. 
She said, that's what it looked like to me. And then it just got smaller and smaller as it, as it flew off. Well, I can tell you that this person's never going to walk, take that shortcut again. But also, what was that thing? It didn't make physical contact with her, but some of these things don't have to. Some of these things, just the fright, just how scared you are, that that's enough. That is just absolutely traumatizing. And then she said that uh, she continued to walk and watch that thing until she couldn't see it anymore because she was afraid that it was going to come back. I told, I asked her, did, did it, uh, was it very fast? Was it faster than anything you've ever seen? Did it take off? Like in a rapid type of fashion, was it faster than a bird? How, how would you describe this? And she said, nope, it was like a bird, like a bird just fl- on leisurely, just flying leisurely. She said, that's why I was able to at least get a kind of like a good look at it. Could this thing have been a bird? That is the question, all right? Could it have actually been a bird? I'm not trying to say that I don't believe this story. I do believe that she saw something. I don't know what it was, but I'm going to say that in that vicinity, not too far from where this happened, there's an area that gets flooded. And every time it gets flooded, there are all kinds of ducks and they look like maybe geese and other birds that the next thing you know are inhabiting this pond. It turns into a pond. I've seen all sizes. I've seen black ones. I've seen white ones. I've seen all a whole different array. And I know that some of them were geese. I've never seen a black goose. But I'm just saying. See, because We have to eliminate all the possibilities before we can focus on was this thing really something uh, unexplained? Was this a real paranormal encounter? What exactly happened here? Now, there are two things that get me. One of them is the sound that this thing made. Not only that high-pitched, giggling-slash-screaming hyena sound, but also the thumping sound when this thing was running. I know that there's no bird or 
duck or goose that's going to be able to do something like that. Plus, she says that this thing was humanoid. She did not see or she cannot remember really seeing any type of like long outstretched wings. She said, I don't know. Because, well, she was in shock, of course. So a lot is going to be lost in the description. Because when you're in that type of a situation, there are going to be things that you forget. It's very, oh, it's very, um, to me now, it's very unsettling. And I don't know where to go with this. I really, I really don't know where to go with this one. I passed by that location to just take a look at where this happened. And um, I don't know. Maybe we need to get out there and take a look, see if we find anything at all. What am I looking for? Well, if something was able to run and make that pounding noise, there should be some type of residue left there. There should be some type of maybe outline of something. I know that it's rainy weather and all of this and that, but there still may be something there because if we're not dealing with something like uh, an animal that we know of, okay, if we are actually dealing with something that is paranormal, well, then anything, anything can happen. There is no typical when it comes to these type of things. There is nothing that is, oh yeah, that's the typical thing or that's the usual. No. So I'm saying that we can still find something. Maybe even some sort of energy. We go out there and take a look. But she uh, she won't even go, she won't even go there. Even, can you show us where it happened? She won't even go there. I, I, I don't blame her. Maybe later on she'll be able to. But, um, yeah, just what was that? And um, also, I mean, do I really believe it was a goose or a duck? No, I really don't. But we, we have to eliminate all other possibilities. So that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that, um, yeah, okay. For me to say that, uh, no. But still, I, I have seen all different kinds of stuff. And, but she, she says, no, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I wasn't, I wasn't hallucinating. I, I don't even take any medications at all. So I've never had this type of experience before. And so on. 
So, yeah, there these strange things never ever stop. I want to tell you something else that I heard recently. This is very, very. Um, I guess it's part of a legend, but I heard recently that there are certain type of entities, I guess, that look like rocks and that these rock-looking things actually have been, uh, when people are disappearing and, and missing and all this stuff, well, what actually has happened to some of these people is that they have come in close enough to these rocks, these rock entities, and have actually been eaten. Now, I know it sounds very strange. I know this sounds like something out of a sci-fi. And I just recently heard this. So I haven't even had time to look into it at all. I did hear that it is a legend, all right? So it's not like, oh yeah, we know this is really happening. But with a lot of legends, I mean, they they start somewhere. And I believe, uh, where is this happening at... Um, maybe Oklahoma area, Missouri, places like this. So these things disguise themselves as rocks and unknowingly you can get too close or maybe you can sit on one of these rocks and it'll take you and eat you. And uh, after that, it has been said now that these rock entities spit the rest of you out. So I don't know what's left over. I don't know if it's spitting out a skeleton, you know, just bones. I don't know. It's just something that I, I'm i talking about very recently heard. I don't know what it, this thing is called. I've never heard this before. The reason that I'm telling you guys about these things is because these, they never stop. These strange things. And when we hear things like what I just told you about the rock, somehow maybe in the future, all right, you'll hear about something strange. And while maybe it's not exactly like I just told you what happens, like the rock somehow sucks you in and then spits you out. Maybe it doesn't happen exactly like that, but you may hear something in the future that's very similar. And then you'll already kind of like have a heads up. You'll already kind of know about these type of things. Like, you know, I've heard something like that before. So what this does is it gives you the opportunity to maybe go and read about it, look into it. I'm not saying that I believe this. I'm not saying that I don't. Maybe it's something that is similar to this. And this this story is... um, You know, you tell a story so many times and it changes each time it's told and it goes down the line. Maybe it's one of those type of things. But it's it's never ending, guys. The things that happen in this world, it's just never ending. 
And uh, we are, I mean, I'm too nosy to just let this thing go about this thing that flew and up into the air and laughing like a hyena. I'm too nosy. I would really like to go there on a cloudy, rainy day. And don't ask me why. But that is something that I would like to do. I would like to go there and look look around on a dull, cloudy, rainy day. We'll see what happens. But anyways, um, that's really all I've got for right now. Reason for this is because I've been in, you know, like I said, trying to get all everything cleared away. And uh, I just wanted to come on and share a couple of things with you. And um, I'll be back tomorrow with some with some other things some other encounters and uh, i'm hoping to get into some creepy stuff it's difficult for me you know why because it's not easy for me to find something that i find really scary it's not easy so a lot of people i'll tell them just a story that is not really anything to me. And they just get all like, oh, don't tell me that. Don't tell me about that. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's nothing. So as far as we all have different levels of things that we can tolerate. I know this. But most of the stuff to me is... I don't know. But when you talk about things that disappear, that's that's something else. Yeah. And then I'm going to think about that later on. No, I don't want to see anything just going to come and disappear. And then the silence, the no sound thing. When something appears right in front of you and there's no sound, that is also creepy to me. How How do these things move about without making a sound? That... That kind of stuff. But anyways, um, I will be back tomorrow, hopefully, with some good stuff. And I want to thank you guys again. I want to thank you so much. And um, I will be talking to you again soon. Ciao.